Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Sheffield Live. Yes, good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak. I'm Luke Crofts. I'm James Hargreaves. Hope you're well out there. Uh, the weather's turned, hasn't it? <laughs> it's Absolutely nearly got torrential. Drenched. Yeah, torrential is the only way to describe it. I, thankfully, it calmed down just as we were getting out of the car. Yeah. Because uh, none, none of us have brought jackets. So we, we've not got too wet, but it is looking really, really bad out there. Yeah, so uh, if you've gone out for a picnic... By the Queen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you shouldn't have. Uh, right, what, so... What was the Queen wearing yesterday? Did you see any footage? Uh, I did not, no. For the, are you talking about Troop in the Colour? Yeah. She, she was wearing, like, a luminous green... It was really, yeah. It was shocking, a shocking colour, shocking green, shocking green. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't think greens greens a brilliant colour to wear, anyway, is it? Yeah, especially not fluorescent. No, no. She looked like she was going to a rave. <laughs> not like a high, a lot high visibility green. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, she's not going to get run over anyway. Put it that way. What a disaster! At least, yeah, at least you both see her. <laughs> Maybe it's a security measure. Maybe so. Yeah, the doubling well, up as I like the target. Doubling, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not I'm say, encouraging or condoning. I say we do. We do plan on doing a full hour, but if James carries on, we might be we might be arrested. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously it's the Queen's uh, official birthday today, isn't it? Yes, a whole ninety, is it? Yeah, nine zero. Um, so uh, celebrate with your with your pims and your other English products. Yeah, I love pims. I don't think I've. Oh no, I have had Pims once. I've had Pims. Uh, I didn't. I, I was drinking it uh, like it was pop. Didn't realise it was alcoholic. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I know Pims is alcoholic, but what I mean is, I didn't realise that I'd got um, Pims. I just thought it was pop, but it was really nice. Well, it it tastes just like pop, doesn't it? It's yeah. really, really nice. Yeah. Oh, it's great. We had, we had it. Uh, we Chunks had it. of fruit in it. Yeah. How, how you get your five say. a day? Yeah. Whilst getting drunk, <laughs> whilst uh, yeah, obviously you don't don't drink to excess, you know. Exactly. Responsible drinking. Oh, oh, for the benefit of the radio, yeah. James has just shown me uh, what the Queen was wearing yesterday. She looks like a mint imperial, <laughs> not a mint imperial, uh, a, a chocolate lime. Yes, she does. on the outside. She does. She's small as well, isn't she? If you just She's stood her in the middle of the mall in London, you'd think she was just a cone. <laughs> yeah. A little, a little green gnome. <laughs> anyway, ha- happy birthday, uh, the Queen. Yeah, enjoy your picnic. Yeah, and uh, uh, the uh, Euros have started, starting on Friday. Yes. Uh, so we were in the shaky, uh, and all of the uh, football songs are being played at the weekend. Yeah, everywhere's showing it, aren't they? It's yeah. Like, lead mill plug, like all, all the clubs are open for the big England games. Yeah, Did you? where did you watch the uh, the match, the England match last night? At home. Oh, did you, did you stay in? Yeah. Yeah, we we watched in a shaky. It was it was good actually. It was good atmosphere, not too busy. Uh, obviously, England have let us down again. That's it. Competition over. May as well it, go home. It was hilarious because five minutes before the end of the game, you'd look on on Facebook and Twitter and stuff, and we were world beaters. We were gonna we were gonna win everything. 
I, five minutes after the game, it's the worst England side ever. They were terrible. <laughs> See, I've, I've been disillusioned since the, the age of eight as a young boy after World Cup 98 in France. Um, oh, you've, you've, so I've, I've, been, I've been tough to sort of uh, please. You've not lived. You didn't... Uh, you've, you've, you weren't there for Italia 90 and no. Euro 96. And I was alive, but don't remember it really. Um, I, I remember having a Euro 96 football, but yeah. I don't remember much of the tournament. I think I was too young to appreciate it. Oh, that was... that was. There's a great documentary on iPlayer about it. Uh, it Alan Shearer did. Oh, I need to catch up on it. It's someone really else, good. Yeah, someone else was telling me about it. I've not seen it yet. Uh, I've still got Class of 92 to watch. I've recorded that. Yeah, that's, watch that that's good. Um, but, I mean, you know, they were, all, they were saying at half-time, you know, England have played really well. Uh, you know, create a load of chances. Just need to take them now. And I thought, yeah, well, that's that's what we always do. We always yeah. create chances. Yeah. Create loads of chances. We had I, we had something like seven corners, and none of them got past the first man. It is about as good a performance from England I've seen in a tournament for a long time. Yeah, but I, I don't care. I'd rather play rubbish and win. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, you can I, get, I understand you can, that thought. You, you can show me all of the pos- oh look, England have, have, have smashed it with possession. They've got they've got lots more corners, uh, more successful passes. I don't care. They haven't scored a goal. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You could argue that Russia have been out of it all game and then scored. That's that's what yeah. champions do. It is a results based game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about having all the possession. So now, now Wales score. are ahead of us in the uh, Wales t- table. Well, intre- it, it, it's you know a draw is not a bad result on paper. No, as a first first result. Um, and now if we beat Wales, we're pretty much guaranteed to go through, aren't we? Yeah. So that's what we need to f- we need to focus on now. Um, obviously, the, the match against Wales is Thursday at two o'clock. So um, don't know whether people will be booking the day off or having a having a ninety minute lunch break or what. Yeah. Um, when I've worked places before and there's been tournaments on, they've tended to like move your dinner hour around it and like yeah. give you the extra time to watch the, the well, full thing. Well, I, I don't know where the land lies with, with this job now, because uh, obviously I'm field-based, so I don't know whether I can just leave at two o'clock or what. <laughs> Is it not flexi know. time? Just, uh, well, just make yeah, it up whenever t- you need t- to. Potentially, yeah. I could just pick up some extra calls on the Wednesday yeah. and then finish early on the Thursday. But do I, do I want to, you know, ma- manage my time like that if England are just going to disappoint me again? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the issue. Yeah, but what about if England play like they did last night and score every chance? Well, then we'll win 18-0. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. And then you'd have missed it. Yeah, you would. You would. Um, so what, uh, digress a little bit, what what sort of music have we got coming up today? I've heard, I've heard a few uh, live recordings. Yeah, um, the UK's best part-time band has been on the BBC this week, so I've got a couple of tracks from that, um, and uh, I went along to the recording of that, so a description of that. We've also got uh, some electronic from the T-Street band, and we've got some classics from Connor Houston and Matt Henshaw. I must give a nod to Paul Sellers, who does... Uh, who does um, Eclectica uh, yeah. in the two hours before us. There was some serious techno on before yes. as we were sort of, sort of preparing. You, so you thought the record was skipping, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew it wasn't, but I thought I'd just... Uh, just uh, I yeah. loved that version of uh, New Order Temptation that he played. Yeah, very good. Big, big New Order fan. Mm. Uh, well, <laughs> well, you like uh, World Emotion then, of course, won't you? Yeah, no, that's awesome. uh, Italian 90. The, oh, is that where it's from? It's the England song from that, yeah. yeah but they, did they do a, they re-recorded that one, didn't they, if, if, uh, as early as a few years ago? Uh, and John Barnes was doing the rap again. Yeah. And he was like double the size he was when he originally <laughs> recorded it. <laughs> yeah, he's, a he big, he's a big unit now, he's John Barnes. He is uh, a massive, massive man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I was going to say, it gives you a run for your money. Yes. Hey, maybe he does yeah. now, I don't know. Seen him for a I, while. I think he might even be bigger than me. Really? Yeah. Is he quite tall then, John Barnes? Um, not from memory. Have you not met him? Not met him, no. All oh, right. I didn't know why I thought you might have done. Um, I actually, uh, I actually spoke to John Hemingham in the week. Oh yes. Um, I was, uh, I was pulling out to go into Home Lane. And it's a nightmare in the morning, and uh, this, this bloke in this big van let me out, and I was like, I wait, and I was like, oh, it's John Hemingham. <laughs> if you don't know who John Hemingham is, he's the, um, he's the founder of the England band, also the Sheffield Wednesday band, and also the Leeds Rhinos band, also whoever they'll play for money for. No, 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 I'm not having that. <laughs> um, but he, uh, yeah, he let me out, and I, I gave him a ring. So I used to do, I used to do another show with him on here, and uh, he said, oh, I'm j- "All right, all right, Crofty, I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna get uh, van service because we're taking it to Paris." So yeah. obviously they've gone over, uh, the band have gone over in his uh, in his big van um, to to play for the Euros. So. Yeah, and you could hear him. You could hear him last night as well. It was uh, touch and go whether they'd allow them in, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's always the same problem, obviously, because um, of the equipment and the noise and everything else. Yeah, yeah. One of my favourite clips from last night was I don't think they showed it on British TV, but uh, one of the foreign channels showed it. It right. was Tango from from oh, the right. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. AKA Paul Gregory. Yes, Paul Gregory. Um, not the Paul Gregory that works for Sheffield Live, by the way. That's a different Paul Gregory. <laughs> yes. Uh, stood next to all the drums and the drumming away. And whilst they're drumming away, there's Tango with his belly out in the background. And somebody stood next to him drumming on his belly as though it was a drum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the most amusing clips from yesterday. Uh, Con- considering the other clips that we had from the crowd. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, yeah. Um, Russia, Excuse me. Russia have smashed everything up, haven't they? The Russian yeah. fans. Um, so they're, they're going to be getting a sanction from UEFA, um, what I've read in the news this morning. Yeah. Disgusting. Terrible. It was... The thing is, in the in the ground it was Russians, but outside the ground, from what I've been reading and seeing, and I've seen a lot of, like, periscope footage and stuff like that. Oh, Stan yeah. Collymore on per- periscope you, last night was crazy. What what happened there, then? I didn't see... I, 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 were, I were looking at a few of them on periscope, but I didn't see yeah. that one. You, it, was, uh, it was on periscope. Uh, if you don't know what Periscope is, by the way, it's a live broadcasting website, pretty much. So you've yeah. set your video recording, and that broadcasts from wherever you are in the world. Yeah. So from Anyone your phone, can see it. Yeah, camera, from your phone, essentially. Um, so yeah, you stood in the middle of the square in Marseille, and all of a sudden, like, well, there was lots of crowds of like um, young French youths, apparently, that started gathering down one side of the square. All of a sudden, loads of whistles went off, and they just charged all the in- England fans. Wow. They were just there having a good time. It's crazy, isn't it? So Absolutely crazy. You can, you can kind of blame the French for that one. Just blame everybody. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, better have uh, the first song of the day, and uh, it's quite it's quite a cool tune, this. Yeah. Um, shame the weather's not a bit better, but um, who is it? T Street Band. T Street, yes. They played Rocking Chair on Friday, uh, supported by Ordnance. This is a latest single, Feel It. Okay, you're listening to The Squeak on 93.2 FM. Get in touch on the Twitter. We are at The Squeak, spelt wrong. Um, we'll be back after... T Street.
T-Street Band. Yeah, I like that very much. Very summery. Yeah. Uh, despite the weather. Despite the, although, despite the rain, it's actually pretty warm still, isn't it? It's muggy. That's what it is. Muggy. Old man term, that, but muggy. Do, do you hear that? Is that a Sheffield thing or a northern thing? Or? Um, I don't know. Definitely northern. It might just be Sheffield and the surrounding area. South Yorkshire. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We've heard it. We know it. That's yeah, it's, it just means like I mean I think it might be a Sheffield thing because my dad says close and he's from up north. Right. Okay. You're like, oh, it's close. I've heard oh. close before, but isn't close something different? Pass. Oh, I don't know. If you know, get in touch. Yeah. <laughs> Has that contributed to your cough? Because you're uh, you sat across from me with a with a bottle of uh, summer fruits S- oasis. Yeah, Excellent oh, choice, by the way. Summery, uh, summery oasis. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've got this cough. You're, you are always ill, though. So if I start spluttering, I am always ill, yeah. <laughs> if, if I start spluttering or just stop talking through halfway through a sentence at some point, then that'll be why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went I went to a doctor's on Saturday morning about it, because I've, I've had it a couple of weeks, and I felt really bad this last couple of weeks. So I sat in the doctor's, and I'm like, explaining to him, like, i got got this cough, sore throat, like... Bad, tight chest, can hardly breathe sometimes, can't sleep at night, get mm. feverish every so often. Wasn't wasn't and Dr. O'Connell, was it? It wasn't, it was <laughs> Dr. Hakes. Okay. Um, just next door to Dr. O'Connell. Oh, right, okay. Uh, yeah, I sat there, and he, he like, looked, he, he, the one thing he did was, like, say ah, like, in, in looking down my mouth, he went, oh, God, yeah, you've got a really red sore throat there, and, like... Uh, oh, and he felt my glands. He's like, your glands are definitely up. He says, you're definitely really ill. I'm like, oh, yeah, what is it? He's like, I don't know, some kind of infection or something. <laughs> like, oh. And he's a doctor. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so what can I do about it? He went, well, just see it, let it run its course, just see what it does. I'm like, well, I've had it for a couple of weeks now. He says, yeah, well, if it's still bad in a couple of weeks, then come back. I'm like, but I've come now because I've had it for a couple <laughs> of weeks. <laughs> and he's like, like no, I'm like, isn't there any antibiotics or anything that you can give me? I was like, no, we're not going to give you antibiotics unless unless you come back in a couple of weeks and it, it's like gone to your chest or something. Like, I can hardly breathe sometimes. <laughs> All right, so wait till it's really bad until I treat it. Yeah, pretty How much just sent me away. Right. Hmm. So the NHS is <laughs> screwed. Yeah. Um. So I was just going to say there. If you were on antibiotics, you wouldn't be able to drink, would you? Because it would sort of, yeah. you know, negate the, the effects of the antibiotics. Indeed. I've had two Daves text me in the space of 20 minutes saying, you're out for a beer this afternoon. Two Daves? Two Daves. Everybody needs a Dave. I've got, I've got too many. <laughs> if you want one of mine. <laughs> I, I put up with one of yours already. I know, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I went out Friday and last night. I'm starting to feel it. I made a, made a disastrous breakfast yesterday morning, <laughs> hung over. I, put the gr- I went to do the oven in the bacon. Yeah. No, I didn't. I went to do the bacon in the oven. <laughs> it's still disastrous, isn't it? <laughs> disastrous just talking about what happened. Um, went to put the bacon in the oven, because I can't be bothered frying it. So I just bang it in the oven, let it do what it's doing. And um, I'd not put the, uh, the oven on, I put the grill on. So <laughs> right. I took the bacon out, and it was only done on one side. So I'm like, oh, brilliant. And then I've cracked the eggs into the pan to fry the eggs and all I've split the yolk and everything so I ended up with like an egg patty <laughs> and then my coffee had gone cold while I was trying to sort that out it was just a nightmare 
ate yeah. it all. Those hungover, cold. hungover cooking moments are brilliant. Yeah, not ideal. There's, so there's a there's a new channel on um, on YouTube or fairly new called Kay's Cooking Channel. I don't know if you've seen any clips of this because it's gone pretty viral on no. Facebook and stuff this week. I'm sure it'll come round. So, so it's a woman from Sheffield who has set up She's her from own Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. All oh, right. Set up her own cookery channel on YouTube, and it bless her. She's not the best cook in the world, let's yeah. say. <laughs> it's Share your pain, Kay. Yeah. It, she She's willing to try lots of different things, uh, <laughs> and it all generally comes out very different to what you'd expect. Well, I mean, I um, to give you an example of how useless I am, um, I used to think, oh, you know, I can hold my own. Can't. Can't hold my own. <laughs> um, I... Um, I thought, right, I'll do something simple for dinner the other night. So I'd got some packet rice, and it said, you know, just put it in the uh, in the microwave with some water um, and cook it for however long. So I did just that. But I didn't measure the water out, so I didn't put enough water in. So I came <laughs> back after 15 minutes, and there was a brick of rice yeah. in the bowl. Yeah. That was it. So I had to have something else. Well, there's, there's Couldn't no, even do packet rice. There's those packets of cooked rice that you can do where if you're microwaving it, you only just need to tear like an inch gap in it and put it in the microwave. You don't have to put mess with water or anything. Yeah, yeah well, I've since started buying them now. But the uh, the packet rice, I thought, oh, it would be easy. And it was going out of date, so I thought, yeah. I'll eat that. So I just ruined it. Or just get some of those bags of rice and boil your rice. Th- they're not as tasty, though, are they? No, like the boiling the so. bag rices. Yeah, I think so. No, not taste anything. I like the rice with like you know bits of peppers in and all that. Well, what you do is you put some peppers in as oh, you cook. It's just complicating <laughs> things now. <laughs> Absolutely no, no way, no way. Oh dear. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, not not a good cook. Um. Anyway, shall we have another another one, another song? Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, we. we um, I went along to UK's best part-time band being filmed at the Leadmill. Uh, oh, right. It was okay. a couple of months ago now. What, um, filmed for what? It's Te- television, obviously. It's for BBC4 and BBC Music. And okay. Basically, it's like, it's presented by Rod Gilbert, and he's, he's touring the country to find the UK's best part-time band, so people who've got other jobs and then spend the time uh, in a band in the evenings and stuff. Um, and as, as he's keen to stress, there's there's no competition about. There's, it's a competition, but there's no prize at the end of it. You don't win anything. There's right. there's no recording contract. There's no kind of Christmas number one or anything. <laughs> uh, it's just basically done for fun and for the music. It's really good. Um, and, and, and you know, it, it will give the band some exposure. Yeah, of course. So whilst there's no prize, and and the myriad of bands on this show, they're in the second episode now. So you can watch it on iPlayer. Uh, the myriad of bands they go from even just at the gig we went to a lead mill there was an acid bangra rock band wow there was a punk band from sheffield um there was uh like a folky band from the northeast the like an indie band from liverpool uh, just a, a vast mixture of all ages as well so it's like the the punk band from sheffield are like 20 year old kids and then there's a uh, uh a rock band from Wales that are all in the nineties, like really, really crazy. So quite, quite a diverse yeah. range. Then. Brilliant to watch. Yeah. Um, and so I just got a couple of clips from it. Now, unfortunately, what they did is 
the band's played on a night an original song of theirs and then they had to do a cover as well. And for some reason, the BBC have shown mostly the covers in the oh. in the coverage of the live stuff. Right. Um, so we've got a couple of the covers. Uh, and the first one, uh, as Rod Gilbert would, will introduce, is uh, Cadavers with Beautiful People, the Marilyn Manson classic. Yeah, um... This is a good one, but there's a, there's a, there's one coming up later on in the show by the Caffreys, which is a cover of uh, a, a, a well-known Sheffield number. Yeah, well, um, personal favourite of mine and uh, a friend of mine, Faith. So. Indeed, and I thought when I was there at the Lead Mill because they all had to pick like a cover and whatever. Yeah, I thought that they nailed it because their choice of cover in a Sheffield club. Yeah, is it's gonna gonna be a crowd yeah, pleaser, isn't it? Definitely. Basically, a crowd pleaser. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, well, that was their ploy to try and progress, I think. <laughs> well, you know, you've got to play the game. Uh, so we'll kick off um, with the cadavers first of all. Go wild, go crazy for the cadavers! And we've even got Rod Gilbert to, uh, to introduce them for us. Thanks, Rod. Cheers, mate. Obviously a song all about me being a beautiful person. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought they nailed that. They, they did a real... I, I, I was just saying to you um, off mic there that I, I used to hate Marilyn Manson and now I can listen to it and really appreciate it for some reason. Just mm. It's one of those acquired tastes, I think. Yeah, uh, almost like, um, like blue cheese. You grow, oh, into, God, you grow no. into liking it. No, I hate that stuff. Really? No, yeah. I don't like it either. That's instant migraine for me, that. Just, just, really? Just taste it, instant migraine. Wow, you are broken, aren't you? You're actually broken. Yeah. You're a broken person. I, I actually think I'm a zombie. <laughs> I think think I'm already dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice thought. It's come back round to death again. <laughs> as, as we do every week. I knew we'd get it in there somewhere. So, um, yeah, the... the um, that was Cadavers, who were the Sheffield, the, the one Sheffield band that were represented on UK's Best Part-Time Band. Um, which, again, it's on iPlayer, well worth watching. It's actually a fun little programme. Um, it was judged by Peter Hook in the North, of New Order. Oh, right. Um, the the Nations one was Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. That was judged by Midgeur. <laughs> and then the South one is um, judged by Jazzy B from Soul to Soul. So some of your favourite people then? Yeah, a good, a good mixture of people. Uh, there were lots of uh, jokes about Vienna in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> One of my all-time favourite songs. Yeah, I was, I was, um, I was listening back to the podcast from last week. Oh yeah, um, and uh, we'd mentioned Vienna, and I just found myself doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a disease. Can't help it. It's, it's no dancing with tears in my eyes, or together in electric dreams, or uh, that's um, together in electric dreams is uh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, humanly. Yeah, but it was uh, done by Major. He was was the, it the man behind it. Yeah. They were all they were all like mates, weren't they? Because um, yeah. uh, uh, Martin Ware was in Human League originally, wasn't he? In the early early days. Uh, 
and then went on to Heaven 17. Heaven, yeah. yeah. Heaven 17 fame. Yes. Um, what I didn't know... We actually... Uh, uh, um, what I didn't realise until I saw this uh, programme with uh, Midjor in it, that Midjor went and played guitar for Thin Lizzy on one of their tours. Which I, I wow. thought was a bit... Bizarre. He, he, he wouldn't, uh, yeah, he wouldn't necessarily put them together, would yeah, you? Yeah, but apparently he's a bit of a punk rocker back in his days. All right, well, there you go. Yeah. No, I was, I was going to say a few years ago... Um, we managed to get... It was right before tram lines. Yeah. And it was the year that Martin Ware did that secret um, gig. Um, the secret, not-so-secret gig. Well, yeah, everybody knew about it, didn't they? Yeah. Um, but uh, we wanted to get Martin Ware on. And he said, yeah, I can come and do it on this on this day. Yeah. Um, and we're like, oh, yeah, brilliant. And then I realised I was away. Oh, nice. I know. So one of my favourite um, songs, favourite bands, Heaven 17... Got Martin Ware in there, and uh, I never got to meet him, so yeah. I were a bit gutted, really. I've got his number in my phone, I think. Have you? Yeah. All oh, right, well, maybe we can... Give him a ring later. Yeah. <laughs> what, on air? <laughs> yeah. He's he's very, very active on Twitter. A uh, big Wednesday fan, obviously, and he, um, if you tweet him, he'll always reply. Absolutely. All right. He's, he's a nice guy. Oh, well, maybe we, maybe next time we've got a two-hour show, we can uh, yeah. see if he wants to come on. He used to help run the Owls Trust back in the day. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't so, never knew that. So John Hemingham knows him. I, well, it was yeah. John. It was through John's networking that we managed to get him on. Yeah. So I know Martin. Yeah. John. John knows a lot of people, though. Yeah. Well, saying that, so do you. Uh, John. John does seem to know everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Jo- John's All just that from playing a trumpet. It's a bugle. Is it a bugle? Yeah. <laughs> I, I always used to say that. He went, "Crofty, it's a bugle." I went, "Okay, fair enough. Sorry." Uh, they all look the same. Is that is that so he can't be accused of blowing his own trumpet? <laughs> Quite possibly. John John Hemingham, <laughs> get away. No, um, J- John's just one of them naturally funny people. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 he were far too quick for me. I, I, I was reminiscing with him the, the other day when I, when I rang him up. And uh, there'd be me, John and Danny Pietnik. And yeah. between the three of us, I, I was just like batting between Danny and John because yeah. they were both like super quick. When I first started working at Sheffield Wednesday... John Hemingham and John Pearson worked together. And right. That was a laugh a second. Yeah. It was amazing. Those yeah. two bantering off each other was just brilliant. Yeah. So anyway, bringing it back round to Martin Ware, Human League. Uh, then the next band that was on the uh, UK's best part-time band um, that I've got a clip of was the Caffrey's, and I got it just for you because it's one of your favourite songs. It is indeed. Um me and uh, me and our friend Faith, uh, whenever there's a sniff of karaoke, <laughs> yeah. um, that's the first one I put down. Um, so I'm not I'm not going to even introduce it, but I'll tell you that it's the Caffrey's and uh, it's a well-known Sheffield number by the Human League. You must have guessed it. You listen to the squeak on 93.2 FM. Yeah, so of course it was um, Don't You Want Me by the Human League 
uh, originally. And uh, you were course. singing along to that as well. Yeah, well, you know, it's difficult not to. It's just a, <laughs> such a brilliant song, isn't it? It um, is. One of my favourites, one of my favourites. And, uh, you know, excellent job. I did I did say there, oh, he's over singing this a bit. But uh, probably because probably he's doing it a bit better than I, I might have done after a few pints. I, I, I think, I, I see what you're saying, but I think it's just them putting their own spin on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we agreed to disagree, didn't we? Yeah. You went, I think it's called putting your own spin on it. <laughs> oh, forget it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it, that's, no, a, very good. that's a programme to keep your eyes on and uh, to see who progresses and whatever and see who wins a big deal of nothing at the end of it. Yeah, a big bag of... Yeah, that publicity. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you know though? I, I, I meant to say this uh, when you when you said it was on BBC Four. Do you not think that it's lost its identity a little bit, BBC Four? Because obviously, with the uh, with the decommissioning of BBC Three, which was aimed at the younger population, yeah. they've now sort of mixed BBC Three and BBC Four together. So, like, we had the Eurovision semi-finals and and all that on BBC Four, which you never ever would have seen before. Not really, because BBC Three still exists. Just as an online format. Now. Yeah, but um, it's just some the of the programming on BBC Four, though you wouldn't expect to see on BBC Four if you're going back like six months. Oh, I don't know. Eurovision, I think, is a shoe in for BBC Four because it's that older kind of generation thing mm. that watches it still. The young, younger kids aren't generally that bothered about it, are they, Luke? <laughs> I don't know if I'm young anymore. Twenty-six and a half. Yo. You're about 40 years older than your time anyway. (laughs) Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, if you, could, if you could cut a piece out of every show as like a promo teaser, which obviously we can't be bothered to do, but it probably would have been... Uh, you said something about oh somebody said that radio's losing its way. Uh, technically, now all it's about is a guy that's older than his time googling stuff on his phone. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which was pretty much the feel of last week's show. Yeah. Mm. Have you had a trio since? Uh, no, I did actually. <laughs> I went into a shop after the show last week and I, could, I couldn't move for trio shop. biscuits. Uh, I, They're I, everywhere. I had to go to the shop, and I actually found myself on the biscuit aisle really? looking to see whether there was any there, and there wasn't. Now, were you in a convenience store, though? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It'll take a while for him to filter through. Burton's biscuits have just sort of relaunched them in a big way. So, um, look out for them. Yeah, nice biscuits. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're not getting back into the biscuit uh, segment. Um, I saw something earlier. Earlier on in the week, um, now there's been a bit of a, a bit of a Ferrari about people being sued for 
the use of we were talking about on the way in actually because yeah. we've got we'd got um, a live broadcast of Isla White Festival on, and it was uh, Verve, yeah, with Bittersweet Symphony, which of course was um, involved in a big uh, scandal about rights and yeah, the, but the Verve pretty much lost all royalties to that because yeah. the Rolling Stones sued them for because they'd never asked permission to use the yeah well the they sampled hook. yeah they they sampled the orchestral hook and the Rolling Stones filed a lawsuit at the perfect time for them because yeah. you know Verve didn't want to delay the release of the album and blah 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 uh, and they had to basically pay all the royalties to the Rolling Stones yeah. um, one thing that um, that caught people's eye a few months ago was um, the one with uh, and I've forgotten his blooming name Robin Thicke Oh yeah, Robin Thicke, and um, it was the Marvin Gaye estate, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. they sued them and got got something ridiculous like forty million dollars or something. It's only four million, wasn't it? I think. Oh, was it? I thought it was forty. Four million, not not Hulk Hogan scale of like hundred and forty <laughs> million against Gorka. Yeah, it was. Um, what was the um, Blurred Lines? Yeah, Blurred Lines. Yeah, um, which I'd is a goddamn awful song. But it was very popular, though. It was. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I wasn't sure on the similarities, to be honest. I didn't think it sounded all that similar. I think if you played them back to back, they, you can kind of see where they're coming from with that one. Well, the reason I'm bringing bringing all this up is because Ed Sheeran is being sued um, for twenty million dollars um, over his track "Photograph." Yes. Have you seen? Yeah. yeah you've yeah. seen the story. So, um, Martin Harrington and uh, Thomas Leonard claim it, it it's similar in structure to their song Amazing. Now, for me, there's only so many chords and so many notes. Absolutely. So, eventually, we're going to run out. <laughs> I would argue that we've run out already. Um, I saw, I saw a, a, a clip of this. I don't know who he was, but it was like a musical... Hmm. Show these guys on a, on you know playing all these different instruments, and they said a lot of songs have got the same chords, yeah. uh, and they were like moving from song to song playing the same chords. So technically, yeah, a lot of songs sound the same. I, I don't think that's the case because there's there are a, it's a, a tough lot one, of, isn't it? It's a tough one. Of chords. If you actually lay down the sheet music side to side between. This, I, this yeah. is what I've seen the other day. Yeah, it does look pretty much the same song. Yeah, well, um, yeah, the, the guys suing Ed Sheeran have said you know the similarities are instantly recognisable if you put them down. Like, Thing is, like you I, say, James, I listened to it and I didn't think it was instantly recognisable as the same song. No, I'm um, saying when you lay it down, yeah, like you um, said, only when you see the sheet music does it look like the same song. It was really bizarre. Because although he's playing the same notes in the same order, it does sound different for some reason. Yeah. Well, um, the documents laid down together um, share 39 identical notes. Um, which yeah, out is out of how many? Well, it doesn't say, but thir- even 39, you know, that, that is quite a lot over one song. But you could write out two sentences and the second sentence would share 15 same letters as are in the first sentence, wouldn't they? Or whatever. That's just plucking a figure out of the air. Like. Yeah, but then, so you're saying there's only 26 letters in the alphabet, so you're bound to reuse some. I'm saying the same thing about notes. <laughs> it's it's the order and style in which you 
use them, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams uh, did actually um, have to pay out 7.4 million. So 7.4 million. Closer to your number than my 40 million. Close, close I think enough. they were suing him for 40 million. You, you yeah. sue him for more, and then you get back a percentage of what you originally want. So they always ask for more, don't they? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's been a, it's been a thing lately because I think um, was, was Taylor Swift sued or, or accused of copying something as well recently. So it's starting yeah. to. Well, wasn't that more creative? Wasn't that more? It might the, have been the um, cover art or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was the fox. It was the fox. Yeah. That what did used. the fox say? <laughs> but um, but you, I mean you see what I'm you see what I'm getting at though. I think since the uh, the blurred lines one, yeah. um, I think we're starting to see a lot more of this happening. I mean, do you, do you think it's what? What do you think? So I, I think it's a bit. I I think questionable music. Like whatever music you listen to now is inspired by some other music down the line. Well, of course it is. Yeah. Like everything in life. And I, th- I think if it's carbon copy, fair enough. But like, there's, there's the four chord style. Is, like, it's always going to have similarities. Yeah. And it's maybe a bit opportunity, opportunist. I think. Well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, but you know, photograph was a very, very popular song. So if 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 it is the case that um, he is successfully sued, it's going to cost a lot of money. Yeah, it was it was worth mentioning that Matt Cardle, who actually sang the song, yeah, he, right, he sang it. It was was it his winning sing? Oh no, it wasn't his winning single, was it? it but it, it was written for him. Yeah, but he, yeah. he's he's tweeted and said that. Uh, He's not suing. It's nothing to do with him. And yeah, he thinks that Ed Sheeran's a genius and a brilliant songwriter and stuff. Yeah, well, it's the uh, it's the people that have written the song. Yeah, wanting wanting a. Well, I don't know. I don't want to speak out of turn now because I <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't want to get us into any trouble. But um, wanting to sue, believing that their song has been, you know, copied. Yeah, and if if you've written a song and you're proud of it, then you're gonna. You are gonna want to protect your rights to that song, mm. aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Well, yeah, of course you would. I just think there's too many songs that sound similar. Yeah. For it, for it to, you know, be a case worth going after. That's all. Yeah, but there's precedent there, and if if you do lay down the the sheet music side by side, it does look. Very, very similar. Mm. It's, it's down for the judge to decide, I guess. Yes. It'll get settled out of court probably before Probably, that. probably, yeah. Let us know what you think anyway on Twitter. Um, get in touch with us. Uh, and, it, you know, if you know any... Uh, we, we, we'd like local stuff to play on the show. If you know anybody that's in a band or you're in a band yourself or a group or a uh, uh, solo artist, whatever, um, get in touch with us on Facebook or Twitter and uh, send us your stuff and we'll uh, give you some give you some airtime. Yeah, and I've uh, got... You remember Mark from LP Record Store? Was I in do. A while, Mark while Richardson. That's him. He's putting on a gig at the Washington. He's looking for bands. So yeah. So if you want to send us some music, we can pass it on to him. Yeah. We might get a gig out of it. There's a lot of networking to be done in, in Sheffield at the moment. There's a lot of, a lot of promoters that we uh, we're friends with, and obviously you can get your music playing the radio as well as yeah. getting yourself a gig. So um, and then through the gig you can sell your own merch. Indeed. So it's a it's a, it's a good time. Win-win all round for yeah. everybody, and we need some music to play as well, so it does help <laughs> us. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, we've got another uh, another song now from Connor Houston, who we've uh, played many times before. 
Still, still one of the best talents in Sheffield. Um, I really love this song. What's it called? It's called Loose End Lovers. Just coming up to Sports 3 on the squeak. Yeah, we hate a fade out, don't we, Luke? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Oh, classic tune, though. Yeah, I can't tell you what I said off mic there. <laughs> Connor, stop it. What about his fading out? <laughs> yeah. um, but Connor's, it's been announced that Connor's going to be doing the Friday night at the Crystal Bar, the first time that Crystal's done a Friday night at Tram Lines. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be, be interesting. Good. It's going to be very good. I was just trying to find this fact. There was a fact that I was trying to find where, regarding the number of notes that are available to people in music, and I can't find it now. So, Google, live Googling has failed me on this occasion, Luke. Uh, you see, there's only me that can do that. <laughs> there's dead air while I'm doing it. There's yeah, only exactly. me that can do it, obviously. Um, do you know any amazing facts? <laughs> 
Um, I know that um, I, I know a fact about the next story that I was going to talk about. All right, go on. Uh, you haven't got your headphones on. I know it was it was irritating my ear because it just sounds like somebody crinkling tinfoil in my brain. <laughs> Are you questioning the uh, the um, quality of the headphones that we've got in the studio? I would suggest that the diaphragm on the headphones in there has been popped. Is that like the equivalent of your eardrum? Yeah, pretty much. Right. Um, yeah, so it just it just sounds all crinkly. Okay. Which is an improvement to your voice when I'm listening to it, but <laughs> not to the music. <laughs> just put just put your headphones on for for a second, or right. for for some seconds, six. On your birthday. Congratulations. <laughs> That's from last week because the system was down. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Thanks for that. Oh, you're welcome. Anyway, on moving your on. Birthday. I'm not, I'm not no, don't sing it. Don't sing it. I was. I nearly did there. <laughs> I, I nearly did. take the breath. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, no. Uh, going back onto sport, Maria Sharapova's been banned for two years. Yeah. Uh, the result of the uh, failed drugs test. I, th- I think this is really unfortunate. I do, her. I do. Um, Some of it should be done about this. Well, I mean, I think they need to draw a line the sound because what happens is they constantly review the uh, list of banned substances and constantly add to them. Yeah. So... As a sports person in her position, you need to be saying, right, let's get a look at this list and see the new additions. Because it must be sent out to them. Yeah, yeah of course. So. so, really, it's due diligence on her part that she's not followed, or her agent. Yeah, but if she's got an agent that should be doing it, then she needs to sack them. The full circumstances of it are just ridiculous, in that the, the testing was done for a period before the substance was banned anyway. So, technically, she wasn't using a banned substance, because the test was before... It was actually a banned substance, which is ridiculous in itself. Mm. But also, does seem unfair. Yeah, but but also, the substance uh, that she was using wasn't called what the banned substance was. Ah, oh. and well, it just all well, right. Well, so there was lots then. of confusion in that aspect as well. Yeah. Meldonium was the uh, substance that she was using. Yeah, but she was using it called something else. Apparently, it's called something else commonly, and she didn't know. Yeah, well, I mean, she'd she'd been using this this um, this this drug um, for about ten years. Yeah, um, on the advice of a family doctor, so it wasn't it wasn't a, 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 you would suggest it wasn't something that she'd done out of deliberate um, no. contravention of the rules. Exactly, and so <laughs> and and apparently um, her sporting body, whoever it was, told her that it'd be fine. That yeah. she was using it. They, they sanctioned her using it in the past. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, as you'd expect, she said she's going to challenge the decision. Um, this, the suspension's been been backdated to January. Yeah. So that does narrow it down a bit if she doesn't lose appeal. But, I mean, two years is a long time in tennis, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's a long time in any sport, but when you're at the top of your game like that, you need to be playing all the time, don't you? Yeah, so. it's, it's a big loss. Big loss for tennis, although I'm... I don't really care about tennis that much, to be honest. <laughs> well, no, I don't. But I mean, somebody like that is is a is a big figure in the game uh, and a role model as well. Yeah. That's the important thing. So, I mean, she said she's going to appeal. What do you think? I'd, I would like to think that some common sense would prevail with this. Yeah, and just say, look, give her a give her a six month suspension, yeah. backdated to, from January, and then yeah. you can carry on. Yeah, something like from that. when she actually was tested for the substance. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. But then that's 
these sports seasons. Hasn't it it's been happening a lot with Russians? There's lots of Russians have oh. been banned from various things recently, haven't they? Well, it's it's the uh, the the state that the Olympics is in, isn't it? The, yeah. the athletes that are failing drugs tests left, right, and centre. Yeah, it's um, crazy. It seems it, it seems every week there's a new one. It does seem to be Russia that's having the uh, the the attention on them at the moment. Yeah. Their athletes, but no odd. Mm. But it's not good for the sport, is it? No, it, it, it compl- you know. Should we just ban Russia from all sport forever? <laughs> Look, do we get any listens in Russia um, to our show? I can't remember on the any. podcast. I can't remember any. If if, if we do, we'd probably lost it. Though. I was going to say <laughs> we'll probably get censored. Yeah, Putin will be sending someone to with some plutonium to uh, poison us. <laughs> Ooh, controversial, yeah, allegedly. Um, yeah, don't uh, don't leave your coffee unattended. Was it coffee or was it tea or something? It was tea, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. As British as you can get. So if the Russians don't kill us, uh, the Queen's guards will. <laughs> yeah. We've done well, it's, uh, it's coming up to five to three and we're still here. <laughs> yeah, just about. They're not bulletproof, these windows, are they? Um, probably not. No, no, no. But I'm not wearing a fluorescent green for the market, the sniper, to be able to spot me that easily. No, that's true. That's true. Um, well, we've we've got one more song we're going to squeeze in. It's uh, it's a Matt Henshaw number, and yeah. it's uh, "Belief Is All." Indeed. So this is the last song of the day before we hand over to DJ Ski. We'll be here with Platinum Plates at uh, three o'clock, taking through until five. Uh, this is Matt Henshaw.
whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, good, good, uh, good tune that from Matt Henshaw. I love it. I, I, that's one of my favourite songs of the year so far as well. That one. Yeah, belief is all. Um, you got any gigs coming up, James? Matt Henshaw. I, well, I suppose everyone's geared up for Tramlines now. Like I've, you were saying. Yeah, earlier. I've not seen him down for anything, um, particularly in Sheffield. He, he's actually he's from. Well, it's from Sheffield originally, he's based out of Leicester, I think. Oh, right, okay. Um, so he's doing a lot of gigs down that way, but yeah, well, I've not, not seen any. Someone needs to get him back into Sheffield. Well, um, I mean, if you've, if you've missed the show or you want to uh, catch up or re-listen to any of the music, we'll be, uh, we'll be on podcasting sites such as iTunes and Acast uh, from the early part of next week. Um, and... Uh, you can check out all of the all of the music. We'll we'll give you the details of the uh, musicians, so you can check them out on uh, you know Facebook and Spotify if they're on there and all that. Indeed. Just about time for us to go. DJ Skis here with his cool new shades. I like them, Rob. All right. Them sunglasses, very good. Is where? Oh, there's driving say, is glasses. He's not wearing sunglasses in this rain, is he? Yeah, look, the blue. <laughs> huh? Driving glasses. Very nice. Very nice. Is is that? I know, yeah. We're, uh, they'll just get here in time for oh, you starting. <laughs> and your orange shirt yeah. as well. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They'll, not, yeah. they'll not miss you. If, if anybody's sniping through these windows, you're the, they're the key target now. <laughs> um, well, yeah, DJ Ski is so cool. He has driving glasses. I, I'm just going to... I'm just going to say, it puts us to shame. We're, we're yeah. massively out of shape. Well, you're more out of shape than I am, to be fair. I'm and Rob comes in straight from gym. DJ yeah. Ski, sorry, DJ yeah. Ski. I think I'm too cool to be newt. Yeah, indeed. Too too cool for nuke. Nobody's too <laughs> cool for plutonium <laughs> in the tea room. Alleged, allegedly. Well, allegedly. Um, anyway, yeah, so, uh, you know, just about time for us to leave. But um, what are you doing through the week, James? This week? Uh, Nursing your cough, of course. Yeah. Drinking plenty of water. Weird stuff going on this week. Do I want to know? I'm doing a lot of work with the Bailey of Sheffield people again. Yeah. Um, The bracelets. Yeah, going going through a meeting about some SEO and AdWords and stuff tomorrow. Ah, right. Uh, And then. I know an SEO. So do you. You know an SEO? Yeah, I do know an SEO. Bit of pain in our uh, backside. (laughs) Pain in what? (laughs) Oh, that was so close. So, so close. Pulled it back. Pulled it back. and yeah, I got got other stuff like I'm going to be paying a visit to the court tomorrow. Not Ooh. not because I've done anything wrong, just to have a look around. You're not copied someone's music, have you? <laughs> not not again. Not drawn a fox in the style of Taylor Taylor Swift's logo, have you? Again, a fox in the style of Taylor Swift would be interesting. Hmm. Hmm. In the style of her logo, I mean, not in the style of her. Although <laughs> it could work. She's got a pointy face, hasn't she? No, I guess so. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> We're just going to insult everybody every week on this show. We're not doing a bad job of it, are we? No. <laughs> anyway, no, we must go. Um, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Hopefully the weather picks up this afternoon. And uh, if, you, if you're watching any football, um, enjoy yourself. Yep. We'll be back same time next week. Catch us on the podcast if you've missed us. Bye-bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.